three, two, one, Steve, go. Wait, no, 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 that's not how you do it. It's like this, watch me, okay, ready? It's three. It's <laughs> <laughs> a perfect countdown, Ulysses, and everyone out there listening, it's me, Steve, the person not speaking and just counting. That's <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast, the finest phototainment in the world. We are an irreverent look at photography. This podcast, like Aspirin, will help you recover from your wedding hangover. And depending on how much editing I do at the front end, I might cut all that part of me razzing you about your countdown. <laughs> where, where you just like... <laughs> You're gonna uh, wish you uh, you did record the the video version of this podcast. It's recording, you ladies. I already oh. told you it's recording. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is Steve, and this is my friend Ulysses Del Toro, uh, coming at you live here on the Wedding Photo Hangover. Um, We're live. We're live I'm, too. I'm surreptitiously recording Ulysses <laughs> video, which I'll release then on YouTube, and uh, I'll just be like, "This is." This is Ulysses. He didn't know he was being recorded. I did this illegally. <laughs> you did, did tell me that you we're going to do it regardless of whether I wanted to or not. So, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could have quit the call. That was, that was the time. You said it was okay. Don't give me this now that we're recording officially. Now that we're recording officially, you're like, oh, this man has abused me. Steve, you know that no means no. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, so Ulysses is joining me this week because I forgot about Dustin. Um, Dustin told me last week, hey, Steve, I'm going to be leaving the state and traveling a bit. So we need to record two episodes. And I was like, yeah, don't worry about it, dude. I'll put it on the calendar. And I forgot to put it on the calendar. <laughs> So then today I was like, hey, Dustin, we didn't release an episode on Sunday or on Monday. We got to record something and get it out as soon as possible. And he's like, hey, remember when I said I was going to be gone and we needed to record <laughs> two episodes because I was going to be gone? And I was like, oh, man, I'm a terrible human being and a, a worse friend. <laughs> you need uh, you need some more hands on this podcast, man. Yeah. Don't you have another producer working on this? Another producer? Jen? Does she count? <laughs> uh, she does count, but... Uh, she puts more yeah. work in than most anyone else. More work than Dustin. <laughs> uh, Ulysses, thank you so much for joining me this week. Um, for people who are new to the show, for people who don't know Ulysses, Ulysses is a recurring guest on the show he's a wedding photographer from los angeles well from redlands just outside los angeles someday you'll move to the big city ulysses no thank you i lived in the big city man <laughs> yes yes and uh you know what you know what we'll get to that later because we've never really gotten into your past on this podcast only when i was on your podcast and i just stole and you took over show. my podcast it's yeah, a good time <laughs> I've got questions for you, Ulysses, and you've never let me ask them in a format where I can share it with people who will love me unconditionally. <laughs> I mean, 
that's the relationship I have with the people who listen to this podcast, right? I I will always love you unconditionally. You know that. But uh, I don't see these questions. I don't see these questions on your show notes here, man. Where are these questions for me? I feel like I need to be ready. It's coming off the dome, man. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, you know what, Ulysses? We do we do have a show we're trying to run here, or I'm trying to run here. You're doing a mighty fine job, man. <laughs> Am I? I'm, I'm failing pretty hard this week. But uh, first up, we have follow up trademark John Syracuse. Last week we were talking about YouTube live stream subscriber numbers. Um, in the wedding photographers, who said they needed a thousand subs in order to live stream, and it was pointed out to me by someone whose name I forget. Ooh, wow. man! Oh, yeah, you, yeah. You really aren't doing that well this this time around, man. <laughs> um, but it was pointed out that uh, you only need to have one thousand subs to live stream on mobile. You can live stream on desktop. Mm-hmm with less than 1,000 subs. Okay. And uh, more follow-up, though. Last week, we were talking about Shoot and Share, and um, somebody had said that the numbers had dropped to 9,000 and that you couldn't see that unless, like, you clicked through to their members and actually, like, looked at the members that were left. Apparently, that was some sort of glitch or they weren't reading it right or something. Uh, the actual numbers in the Shoot and Share group are around 49,000. So... They had close to 53,000, now down to 49,000, and so still a substantially large group. Um, but I've left the group now. I'm gone. So Were, uh, weren't, they, weren't they up even more before, before that, before the 53? Because mm-hmm. when you had said the 9,000, I kept thinking, like, are you sure it was, it's like they, they lost 9,000, not that they're at 9,000? I don't know. You're like, did they gain 9,000? <laughs> But I just went with uh, whatever you said because you're definitely on the Facebook groups way more than I am. <laughs> uh, not that Facebook group anymore. <laughs> you're not even going to stick around for the for the juicy drama? The oh, aftermath? There's, there's so many groups of juicy drama these days, so I don't, I don't feel like I need to be there for that juicy drama when there's so much other juicy drama out there. True. Um. So also more follow-up to that whole thing. So uh, Jen and I are lifetime pass subscribers. Um, she bought like a lifetime subscription. So like we don't pay for pass anymore. She paid like 1500 when it first launched. Um, and uh, we're switching. And I, I said last week we were switching away from Vivi, and Jen has done that now. But we're also switching away from pass, which really sucks for us because – we invested a lot of money into that system, <laughs> and uh, now we're going to be investing money elsewhere. Um, so, yeah, we are switching from pass probably over to pick time, it looks like right now. Um, that's the one that just uh, feels like the most bang for what you're paying for, the most bang for your buck, so to speak. But I was the one in charge of doing all the research, and I looked at, like, Smug Mug and a bunch of other stuff, and... Big time just really seemed to be the closest to what we need out of a service. Um, a lot of the other ones were like, we'll build you a website. Come on over here. And it's like, we don't want a website. Just just want a client delivery system that looks professional and nice. So, Are, uh, Is there anything about uh, time that you that you see that you like more than, than pass? 
Um, you know, there's not like a racist and homophobic undertones to the company. <laughs> aside <laughs> from what I'm mostly like. <laughs> Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you could just edit that one up. No, that one's <laughs> staying in. <laughs> if it weren't for those, if it wasn't for that, like we wouldn't be switching off pass. Um, for people who are on pass, you might know that your galleries stay up for 10 years after you post them, which is a really cool thing. And um, as a lifetime subscription holders, are all of our galleries that are there are up for 10 years and we don't have to pay anything for that. If we wanted to move those galleries over to pick time, we would have to pay, I think it's like a dollar a month or a dollar per gallery to migrate them over. And then we'd have to update all of our clients and say we'd move their galleries. And we just didn't feel like that was really worth it. Um, especially because like, it's not right now we're just costing past money <laughs> and they're not making any money off of us. Cause they already made all the money off of us. They're going to make, mm-hmm. So we're just leaving our old galleries up there and then we're going to, um, we shut down, they have like a fulfillment thing where people can order prints through your, um, through your past gallery. And since we are like, I think it's like a pro level user or whatever our subscription is, um, we can choose to fulfill our print orders on our own instead of having our print orders be fulfilled by pass. So we just set up that we want to do our own print order fulfillment so they're not getting any money from us anymore um but we still we don't have to go through and tell all of our past clients to look somewhere else so good this is a change going forward for the future and uh we're trying not to we're trying not to add a bunch of work and money to us moving. And if it was if it was one of those things where like we couldn't turn off the fulfillment thing where they would have just kept making money off of us, because we do print sales every year through pass. It's not a huge part of our income, but it you know it's a significant amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not insignificant. And so it was like if we couldn't turn that off, then we might have actually moved everything over. But since we could turn off the fulfillment on their end, it's like. Yeah, let's just leave it there. It's just costing them money to host our photos on their servers at this point. And none of our clients know anything about the system or anything. And most of them who are recurring clients will just now be like, oh, what's this cool new thing called pick time? <laughs> at least that's what we're hoping <laughs> they'll say. Um, oh, another thing from all that. Uh, Jen, so Jen canceled our VV subscription. And she said something about how she was sorry the customer service people must be dealing with a lot of these requests. And she received a message back implying she was one of the only people to have ever canceled their <laughs> subscription with Vivi. <laughs> and then later she's all posted in a Vivi group on Facebook where someone complained that they were trying to cancel but hadn't heard back. And just like a ton of people were commenting the exact same thing underneath. Like, I also sent in a cancel request and I haven't heard back. So... It was just one of those things where it's like, oh, so yeah, they they were just lying, but that's weird. And I don't they're know not, why they'd lie they're about not, that. They're not letting people cancel. That's the <laughs> yeah. problem. <laughs> one of the only people who's canceled. Yeah. We have all these cancel requests. We're just not fulfilling those ones. We accidentally picked up the phone when you called. <laughs> it's a huge mistake. <laughs> so, Ulysses, uh, what are you drinking this week? This week, I am drinking a little squeezy juicy ale. 
by Deschutes. Nice. I'm sure you've heard of, uh, what's the other one called? Uh, Little Lil Juicy Pale Ale? Yeah. Juicy IPA. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I checking just into saw that this on one. Untapped. Yeah, I already checked into this one. Nice. <laughs> what's that Untapped Is username it? for all the listeners? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't even know I had a username. I thought it was don't, just my name. My username is don't judge me for how many beers I check into. <laughs> uh, tap, that's my name. Are you frantically looking down at your phone trying to find your username right now? I was trying to find it, yeah. Well, you're going to edit this podcast, right? Oh, hell no. This is going up <laughs> as is. Okay, Leaving my... pauses in. <laughs> My username is Great Indiana Man. You can find me on Untapped at Great Indiana Man. Please yeah, don't judge great. me oh. for all the beers that I've yeah. drank. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I'm over here drinking a Stone Enjoy by Seven Four Twenty. So that's uh, that's the Fourth of July. Enjoy this one before the Fourth. Happy birthday, America. And uh, I'm going to be checking into this on Untapped under my username, which is um, Del Toro Photo. <laughs> hey, Definitely me judge you. me at Del Toro Photo for how many beers <laughs> I've checked into. Let me ask Send you, me though. lots of messages about how many beers I've checked into. <laughs> hey, so are you enjoying that uh, Stone, Stone Brewing Company beer? Yeah, it's great, man. So that was super rude. You just yeah. dropping cause on me, man. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, uh, "What's what? What's the rudest thing I could do to Ulysses right now?" <laughs> jump out of this call. It's not a baby. You know? <laughs> you know, he'll he'll razz me for some reason about whatever I'm drinking or you know, whatever, and I'll just jump. I'll bail. <laughs> I don't even know where we were at. Oh, we were talking about beers. Uh, for ah. the listeners out there, we just had a oh, we had a Skype mishap. That the call dropped on my end, and uh, everything just disappeared for a second. Oh shoot! And now, just a sec. All right, everything's back up and running again. Wow. Well, this will be fun to edit. What a what a great <laughs> fun thing I have to edit now. <gasps> Okay, uh, for listeners, we had a ton of technical difficulties involving Skype and my computer. Uh, Steve, and, I think you were going to apologize to Skype. Yeah, no, I'm not apologizing to Skype. It's a terrible, <laughs> terrible program still. Um, but we're back now. We're back, baby. We're back. You know, if you want me to the, count you down again? If it's if if it's the computer's fault, then I can be mad at Apple, and that'll be fun, huh? Yeah, but you really need Apple. Do I? What for what? Careful. <laughs> My Mac is just going to slowly get down <laughs> You don't like how I was behaving, Steven. You're like, wait, wait, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh. So where were we? We just talked about beer talk. Now... Let's uh let's let's roll into some of our topics for this week. Ulysses. First topic on the board. Ulysses, what was it like shooting for Kim Kardashian? Uh you've asked me this before. <laughs> <laughs> that is not on your topics. <laughs> That's on my topics. Uh, uh number one <laughs> top <laughs> cap box. 
says Kimmy, <laughs> Kimmy Kardashian. You told me you called her Kimmy when you were working for her. You said you're best friends with Kimmy. Definitely did not say that. Uh, I had no idea who she was. And um, shooting for her PR firm at the time was pretty shitty, actually. Yeah, it was terrible. Oh, Kanye is going to sue us now. <laughs> why would you Why would you say this? Why would you say this? You, you're... <laughs> <laughs> it was not a, this was way before Kanye, man. <laughs> yeah, this was way before Kanye. Is he the litigious one or is is she the litigious one? Or are they both just litigious? I think he's the litigious one. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. That's why I said Kanye would do it. I'm not uh, entirely sure because I don't know what litigious means. So I kind of just uh, threw that one. Okay. <laughs> it means they're, they're the one who would be more likely to sue us. I guess it could be both of them at this point. <laughs> yeah, because I've thrown both of their names around. <laughs> Said awful things about them both. Why would we do that to, to Kim Kardashian? I never said that. anything awful about Kim Kardashian. She was a sweetheart. Her PR firm at the time, they were terrible. What were you doing? Did you work with any other celebrities you haven't told me about? Uh, Like directly? Yeah, like, do you maybe, like, do, like, some stuff for, like, a young Paris Hilton or uh, Nicole Richie? That's literally how touch I out of touch I am with reality celebrities. You're, you're literally naming, I'm like, like <laughs> the friend circle of Kim Kardashian at that time. <laughs> I literally was, like, trying to reach back into my memory. I was like, what what reality TV shows do I oh, even know in stars? I, and I, was like, video. I shot a music video for Ray J, actually. <laughs> Don't you dare. You liar. <laughs> oh. So we do have real topics. Um, other than me razzing you about having shot for Kim Kardashian, world famous uh, videographer, Ulysses Del Toro, making making films for Kimmy, his best friend. <laughs> <laughs> um. So a few weeks ago, a few weeks ago, a week ago, man. It feels like forever these days. You know where it? in time you are right now? No, not anymore. Uh, this, how far, this how far next week are we? Depressing. When this releases or just how far am I in the future from you? How far are you in the future from me now? <laughs> Hopefully like five years. Okay. <laughs> Hopefully it's a much better where I am. If It's starting to feel better, that, but that might be the stone enjoy by kicking in. How do I look <laughs> five years from now? How's how's Dead. it going for? Nice, yeah, that's Can't what I was kind of. Died. Oh my gosh, that's what I'm expecting. <laughs> it was tragic. Um, apparently, you made a podcast appearance and you said some terrible things about your best friend Kimmy, and then she killed you. She she had you assassinated. <sighs> it's because we said all those bad things about Skype and Apple. <laughs> That, yeah, that was what it really was. They made it look <laughs> like Kimmy did it, though. Um, so a photographer is suing the police um, because they shot her with a foam bullet and left her blind in one eye. I did so see that. The photographer was at a uh, she was at a protest and she had like her press credentials on. She was shooting and. Uh, her, so her name is Linda Terrado, and she she was shot by a um, foam bullet. Foam bullet. When I first read the story, I read it was a rubber bullet, and then 
I was like, wait, I'm pretty sure it was foam. And I started to stumble over it when I was like talking to you about it just now. But uh, one of the interesting things about this is, um, so she's a photographer from, she was in Minneapolis. Um, wait, was she in Minneapolis? I'm all over the place. City man. of Minneapolis, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird. I feel like <laughs> I'm real screwed up from all the Skype mistakes. But uh, she's using the last photo she shot with her camera as a uh, proof that she was targeted despite being clearly identified as press. Um, and so they have a photo, they have her last photo that she shot and it shows the police officers and there is a police officer looking straight at her, pointing a gun at her. And so it's just, it's really terrible to see. They also have a photo on this. Uh, it's a Petapixel article I'm looking at right now. And they have a photo of, um, of the photographer, um, and her eyes like black and swollen. She has like gauze over it. And it's just, it, I mean, there's a lot of blood on her face, a lot more than I would have expected from, you know, being hit by a foam bullet or a rubber bullet. I don't think I ever really realized how dangerous those were. I thought it was like just playing paintball basically. Right. But it's not, it's but can you imagine, can you imagine a paintball hitting you directly in the eye though? Oh yeah, no, no. There's a kid I went to school with. He got a, he took a paintball, uh, right to the side of his eye and his eye changed color, or at least that's the story he told me one day. That does not sound right at all, but you know, he <laughs> <it> changed <laughs> color to the color that the paint was that shot him. It like changed. It was like white afterwards. I don't know if it was real. Did it also change the color of his hair? No, no, he died. Or that. maybe like as soon as the paintball hit him, he instantly grew a beard, perhaps. That would have been awesome. I would love that. Can I get hit by a paintball? <laughs> It'll hurt for a little bit, but. Hey, you had your beard going. You cut it. Oh, it was not a beard. It was it was like some scraggly facial hair. <laughs> kind of came in all patchy. You just needed to give it time, man. Yeah. I believed yeah. in you. I no longer believe in you. <laughs> And it's just my facial hair. It's crazy how that works. Uh, so I was listening to the uh, Wedding Photographers Unite podcast, and they had a recent episode come out. And um, one of their 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 newest recurring host, uh, Lindsay Daddario, was talking about her experiences um, shooting, covering the protests in Buffalo for Reuters, 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 Reuters. I don't know how you pronounce that news organization, but. She said when she goes out, they make her wear like a helmet and stuff when she's shooting these uh, protests because because of how dangerous it's gotten for members yeah. of the press who are out there. And it was um it was a concerning thing to hear. It's it's very concerning to hear that your country's <laughs> police officers might be targeting members of the press. Yeah. I mean, I just, just looking at that photo she took, it's uh it's pretty terrifying, man. Yeah. It looks like something you'd see in one of those uh, one of those movies that's like a like a Blair Witch or something where it's all like first person and it's just like, like shaky and blurry kind of footage, you know. And yeah, uh, I man, I really hope. <laughs> Do you have any non-depressing uh, topics lined yeah, up by any time? Got a super non-depressing <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> So a photographer went viral on Instagram. 
Do you uh, do you, do you want to hear about this, Ulysses? Yeah, yeah. It, as long as it's going to be different. Not. <laughs> do you have an Android phone? Uh, I'm sure there's one somewhere and hidden in some box somewhere. So he made an image at Glacier National Park and he posted it to Instagram. But apparently he messed something up in his Lightroom uh, export. And the photo caused people's Android phones to brick. To break? <laughs> to brick. Um, bricking is a term. It means like uh, breaking. It breaks them, but it's like they can't be unbroken. Like, <laughs> like your phone Wait, shuts down photo and won't turn back on. It, it yeah. And How the did photo was photo... causing that. What the heck? Yeah. Um. So apparently, there's some way that you can export from Lightroom. So he picked the uh, he picked the Pro Photo RGB color space when he exported from Lightroom. And yeah. that was apparently apparently some Android phones, a large number of them struggle with that. Um, and they can't, uh, they, they need sRGB. They can't deal with the pro photo RGB. And so, Wait, they have not figured this out in 2020? Yeah. Like this caused, this caused a ton of Android vo- phones to just stop working? Yeah. This is ridiculous. Oh, <laughs> you know what? They actually referred to this as a soft brick because it was fixable, fixable without like sending your phone in. Um, but you, the only way it was fixable was by performing a factory reset on your phone, which would cause you to lose any data that wasn't backed up to the cloud already. See, we can't be talking crap about Apple. We're going <laughs> to have issues, man. <laughs> But we can talk as much uh, crap as we want about Google and Android and Samsung. What a, what a nightmare, man. Can you imagine you're just scrolling through your Instagram feed one day? Your phone just, boom, just done. <laughs> Gone. Can't do anything else. Speaking of which, Ulysses, I went for a hike with Jen and the kids the other day. And um, yeah. while I was on this hike, my watch got stuck, my Apple watch on a screen and it just said manage and it had like three buttons up and I was like, what the heck is going on? And so, um, I turned on the screenshot ability for my Apple watch, which requires you to press like two buttons down at the same time. And so I did that and I couldn't tell if it took the photo or not because I was going to send the photo in with like a crash report and say like, what the hell is happening to my Apple watch? So I pressed it again, but apparently, apparently I didn't press the digital crown part in. I was only pressing the bottom part. And uh, apparently I held it down long enough that it called 911. Oh, my God. <laughs> Which, like, so I've had this happen once before. And, like, when it comes up, you just, like, swipe a thing that says, like, no, go away. I don't actually yeah. want to call 911. But because the screen was locked, <laughs> oh. I couldn't do anything. It called 911. So then so then, <laughs> my phone just rings and, like, hello, it's the office of whatever what's your emergency? And I was like, there's no emergency. My stupid watch. <laughs> Just <call laughs> you. I don't know why. Cause at this point I hadn't put together what, like I had done when trying to take the screenshot that would have set this whole thing off. And, uh, and then they asked you to stop holding up the lines and hang up and you could not hang up. <laughs> no, they literally just said, okay, click. 
It's like they had no they had no time for like, oh, well, that's great. It was just like it was just like a huge F you, which I deserved. <laughs> it was a 911 call for no damn reason. Oh, man. Oh, my God. dude. So then then the screen on the watch is still locked. I can't figure out how to uh, power the watch off, and I'm afraid to try anything else because I don't want it to call 911 again because mm. I'm not really certain at this point what triggered that. I only figured it out like later when I was looking up everything. And um, so my watch just starts sending my emergency SOS location to my emergency contacts and oh. because we're in the middle of this giant state park hiking. I don't have any signal on my phone except for like intermittently. I'll get signal for a second and then it'll yeah. cut out kind of like the Skype calls been doing for us. These <laughs> entire time. So, like every five minutes, Jen's phone just buzzes and, <laughs> and it's buzzing because it's sending her my emergency location because I'm in trouble and she needs to help me. <laughs> I can't figure out how to turn it off. And uh, the only way to turn that off on your Apple Watch is to access every four hours it'll send you a notification on your watch and say, we're sending your uh, location out to your emergency contacts. Do you, you want to shut this off or let it keep going or whatever? So I don't know that. So I'm not checking my watch's notifications. Plus, at this point in time, the screen is still frozen. I can't check the notifications. <laughs> So for like five hours, Jen just is getting pinged constantly with my emergency <laughs> location. And I didn't I didn't I didn't have like a signal to like look up what was going wrong until we were like maybe three hours later, four hours later or something. At which point one of my friends who used to work for Apple, um, I had texted him at one of the intermittent times when I got signal in the park to ask what was going on and what I should do. And he texts me back and he's just like, hold down these two buttons, the same two buttons I was pressing to try to do a screenshot earlier. Yeah. To turn your phone off. So I go to hold down the two buttons and I call 911. No. Oh my God. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That'd have been a perfect end to the story. <laughs> me calling 911 again. No. That's no, what I, I just powered the watch say. off. It powers back on. And then I don't realize at that point in time that there's a way for me to get it to stop sending my location to Jen. I assume powering the watch off will stop it. But then I power the watch back on like an idiot. <laughs> start sending it my location again. And it takes me like another hour or two before I finally, like I'm done driving so I can actually like look at stuff and try to figure everything out. I tried to just unpair my phone, but apparently I I couldn't remember my Apple ID sign in. And I'm driving, and so Jen's trying to do it. But I also can't say it out loud because Ian's old enough now that he's at the age where if he heard that, he could memorize it, and he could use that to get into my Apple account and turn off, like, his screen time restrictions. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, for, for an hour or two while driving, Jen just keeps getting updates of my location, <laughs> going away from this park and back to our house. And the whole time I'm like... Jen, do I have any other emergency contacts? Like, my huge fear here is that my mom is going to be getting this emergency <laughs> alerts. She's just like, what the hell is happening to my son? Oh, but luckily, no, it's just Jen. Just Jen who had to live through that nightmare with me. Dude, you are a mess, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> oh, could I be anything else? Not right now, man. <laughs> Especially not today. I'm just breaking all the technology. And I mean, to make it even worse, I get on this call with you and the Skype just keeps breaking repeatedly. Maybe five years from now. How are you, how are you doing in the future? <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> I'm also dead. <laughs> You're talking to a ghost right now. Oh, man. Ulysses, this is Steve from the future. Change your wanton ways. Stop drinking so much beer and shave your beard. Uh, nah. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, man. It, yeah, it's been... <laughs> oh, it's been a week, man. What's What's been up with you? You break any technology recently? <laughs> no, man. I, uh, everything's been good. <laughs> everything's working just fine. <laughs> When's the last time you called 911 on accident? On accident? Um, I don't even remember. I did have to call 911 not that long ago, but, and I was really afraid to, cause there's a, there's like a down wire and I looked it up on uh the edison website and they said if you have a down wire you have to call the police and and i don't know why that didn't sound right like i'm gonna hold up the lines for like it didn't feel like an emergency you know uh but i guess a down wire could be a pretty <laughs> serious thing wait so. you called 911 yeah you didn't call the yeah. police you called 911 that's different <laughs> No, the uh, the website literally said you need to call nine one one. Okay. And I and so I the called nine one one. Website yeah. said to call nine one one. And I called nine one one, and I was like, "This is not an emergency, but there's a down wire." And they're like, "Oh, is it this kind of wire?" I was like, "I have no idea what kind of wire it is." They were like, and, "No, no, no! Uh, literally, this is an emergency. <laughs> you are calling us for a reason, and that reason is." <laughs> Well, oh. it turned out to be like a telephone wire, so it, but it was coming off of the uh, the other wires, and mm -hmm. it, dude, they, the a policeman came out, he was not willing to touch it, and then the fire truck came out with like four dudes, and the guy literally grabbed the wire. He's like, "This is fine. You just need to cut this." And I was like, "I'm not cutting it." He's like, "You can just cut it and get rid of it." And I was like, "No, that's not my job." Why are you still here? <laughs> Why are you still here? Why are you still a part of this conversation? Why didn't you take a photo, send the location to the police and say, peace out. I'm going on with my day. <laughs> I was on the Edison website. I saw the videos where he murdered elephants with electricity. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, man. It was, uh, it was a whole thing. They were all out here for no reason. Can we get back to more of this elephant killing website you went to? What is Edison? Ed oh, Edison is the is the electric company in uh, California. I was wondering why you were so confused wow. by that. Wow! Wow! You didn't. That's they didn't not a pick thing a cool there? name like Tesla. <laughs> <laughs> was Tesla already taken? Now it is. Oh man! I mean, if you had to pick someone, I guess. Not Edison. He's a terrible human being. What's your guys' uh, electric company? Duke Energy. Duke? 
Yeah, Duke. <laughs> this has got to be the most interesting episode you've ever had. <laughs> I think people are going to be really interested in why you didn't walk away from the downed line. <laughs> <laughs> I had never got near it. Are you kidding me, man? You were like, I am a concerned citizen. I have to stay here until the police. Did the police tell you you had to stay there? No, it was in my driveway. It was like oh, it was your almost driveway. Touch- yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in my driveway, and it was almost. It was so low, it was almost touching the car. So I like I called- to imagine a- you walked out, you saw this down line, and then you just walked back in, and you're like, the Xbox is still working. I think I'm good. That's 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 what should have happened, I feel like. But instead, well, that's, that's what I do now. <laughs> I'm not worried about it anymore. Even though it's dangling one foot from my car. Yeah. So backyard then. Wow. So did the firefighter cut it? Nobody cut it. Is it still dangling? Yes, it is. Your landlord hasn't taken care of it. Uh, he can't. Uh, the whatever phone company that that specific line belongs to, you have to call them and get them to come out and cut it. And uh, I've talked to a few people and they just won't. Like if you have a whole different company, they're like, oh, yeah, that's not our problem anymore like <laughs> it's hanging wow. from the yeah it's such a weird little thing man i just love the idea that there was a firefighter there holding the thing and he's like yeah you can just cut this don't worry about it Wilp, i'm gonna take off <laughs> that's exactly what happened <laughs> have you heard of public no, safety no 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 <laughs> first, i don't give a shit about it first the dispatcher told the police over the phone like oh it, it that doesn't sound like a regular wire. Go ahead and just go grab it. And the police is like, I am not touching that thing. <laughs> the police officer is like, Do I sound like an idiot to you? Yeah. And because of that, the fire truck came out with four guys, and they all barreled through the backyard and and made their way over here. And they were like, Why are we getting a call for this? This is just like he grabbed it right away. He's like, This is just a telephone wire. You guys can cut this. And then they pieced out. <laughs> he grabbed it right away and he looked at the police officer and was like, are you a baby or something? <laughs> oh, even... Why did we get called for this, you baby? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like I feel like if I was a firefighter and I got called out for something like that, I would really be giving a hard time to the police officer, you know, on the scene. Uh, maybe that's just me. Maybe that's just because I was raised watching television shows. <laughs> where that kind of like, stuff happens all the time i feel like they should have for sure uh ulysses we have been we've been going for a while now um do you want to do some q a have we been going for a while i feel like it's just been mostly technical issues fits and starts starts and uh, fits yeah i'm down for some q a let's do some q a but but steve the first question comes from aldrich mintz Mainz? Mainz? He said it rhymes with the, the, the ketchup company. Heinz. So it's Mainz. Aldrich Mainz? See, I'm glad <laughs> you're on here because Dustin just lets it go. He's like, yeah, I think it's Aldrich Mint. So, you know, let's, let's move on to this one. Is he dyslexic, man? What the heck? 
Patrick Mine from our very own Facebook group asks, what percentage of vertical versus horizontal images do you shoot? Write your why in the comments, Ulysses. Right. What? Yeah. Write your why in the comments. Why you choose to be vertical or horizontal. <laughs> I was like, wait, you want me to type What's something your percentages? out? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do have a high percentage of horizontal photos. Mm-hmm. Um, and I try my best to remember to do some verticals. Do you want a ratio? Should I should I write it in this in the comments? Yeah, in the comments of the podcast. Tell uh, me <laughs> what are your percentages? If you had to guess, <laughs> I'm trying to write it in. There. <laughs> you're clicking the link. You're gonna write it in on the show. This is great. Uh, this is great audio know. for all of our listeners out there. And, I want to uh, say, yeah, no. Let me see. It's just uh... <laughs> Yes. Okay. From what I gather, it's uh, about eighty percent horizontal, twenty <laughs> percent vertical. Probably. Yeah. Uh, do you think? So, I don't know if the listeners of this podcast know this, but like, you got your start in photography um, after going to film school, right? Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, film school, I would, I went to school for video production. Uh, similar, not the same. But, I mean, video production, at the time, you were basically shooting horizontal all the time. There's basically never a reason to shoot vertical. Um, so do you think that might be the reason why you shoot more horizontal than vertical? I, I think it's safe to say that that does have a lot to do with it. Um but even before that, like even growing up taking pictures, like we never turned the camera to do a vertical photo. It was very rare, you know, even all I our family. It's just photos. awkward. It's like, yeah. if, you, if you wanted us to shoot vertical, like why don't you just make the sensor vertical? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it just didn't, it didn't make sense. You know? Stupid Nikon. <laughs> you guys are idiots. <laughs> You know, if if you guys knew that that square photos would be a thing on Instagram someday, why'd you make these photos rectangular, you idiots? <laughs> they should have just kept it square, just like back in the day, you know? Way <laughs> back in the day. Way, way back in the day. <laughs> I mean, you have to imagine, like, it was, like, the lens is a circle. Everything coming in is circular in nature. So when you're capturing to your sensor, like... There's a circular pattern to everything. Like if you have a lens that is too wide, like you can see the circle on the edges. Like mm-hmm. why did they choose to in it back in the day to, to put out these square and rectangular images as opposed to like making circle images, just the standard. Why aren't we just shooting circles all the time? I don't understand this. I'm just imagining what like movies would look like in a circular <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, they'd be 360 degrees of awesome. <laughs> I think we, we know that much. Um, you know, no, no, no squares, no right angles there, you know? <laughs> it's a very round production. What's uh what's your percentage of vertical versus horizontal? Uh I, I would say until last year it's probably like ninety five percent horizontal, five percent vertical. 
<laughs> and then last year I was like, oh, shoot. You know, <laughs> these vertical photos, they, they look a little bit better on the Instagrams. <laughs> uh, so now it's probably like 20% vertical, 80% horizontal. I don't, I don't really like a, it's, it's largely because like my background's video, but I don't like the vertical framing nearly as much because I feel like so much, so much of our story as humans takes place on the same plane. Like we're all walking on the same ground. So like, unless you're in a place where it's like hilly or like you're climbing a mountain or something, like your story is typically taking place across the the horizon line you know so like all the elements of your story happen from like one side to the other side and like if somebody's running after somebody like that's that's a emotion going across like a horizontal plane that like plays out like people standing just like in a group like they're spaced out horizontal like they're not stacked vertically so it doesn't make sense to me to shoot a lot of vertical photos. Um, the only time I really see for doing like a lot of vertical stuff would be if you're doing more portrait work. Yeah. But like if I'm shooting like a wedding and I want to capture the ambiance and the scene and what's going on, like I want a more horizontal shot because if I'm doing more vertical shots, it's I'm isolating. I would have to be like isolating one person in the frame yeah. or, or I would have to be, portraying something like about like a story like about like people going upstairs or like something where there's height built into it but like most most of our stuff like dancing that's a that's a horizontal plane like that you're, mm-hmm. you're working with and it's like if you wanted to shoot something vertical to tell like that story i mean i guess you could like g- climb a ladder and shoot like down at the dance floor or something to get <laughs> i can't i can't really think of a time that I shot a vertical photo at a reception. Like it, it really is just for like portrait photos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So Mark from a random Facebook group asks, hired to shoot an event at six. It's now seven. No one is here. There's lots of food and it smells delicious. I'm only hired to stay till nine. If no one shows up before nine, would it be okay to ask the caterers if I could take some food home? <laughs> Yes, of course. <laughs> Even better, just leave at seven before people get there and get any of the food. <laughs> it's six o'clock. I'm only supposed to stay here till nine. Um, tear into that food now. <laughs> seven o'clock, you know? You've been there a whole hour. When they show up, just be like, I don't know what happened. Uh, a bunch of people came in for the cocktail hour and, and cleared out before you guys got here. They, they must not have been guests. They ate all of the cheese. Also, I'm going to be in the bathroom for the next 30 minutes. So don't do any big events without me. Oh, my God. It's a completely unrelated note that I will be in the bathroom just to clear that up. What's the latest that you've had like a like an event start after uh, the go time? Because I went to, I went to a wedding that was supposed to start, and I was second I was second video at this wedding, and Kimmy's wedding? No, it wasn't Kimmy. <laughs> sure. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Kimmy. Uh, but yeah, no, everybody was supposed to show up at like I don't know, like two thirty, and then at five everybody barreled in and everything was like so quick and happening so fast because they were three hours late. (laughs) It was so crazy, man. 
for them, for everybody else involved, not for me. I was second. I was just rolling with the punches. So did you eat anything at that? or? Yeah, before everyone showed up. <laughs> Cleared it out. That's what I'm talking about. Have you ever, uh, have you ever been at an event and asked to like, take food home at the end? And yeah, we had a we had a wedding where they um, they had one of those um, fire grill. They were fire grilling pizza there. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the event, they just had tons and tons of pizzas and they were handing boxes to the guests to take home. And they didn't let us go home without taking like six boxes of pizza home. It was awesome. Nice. Uh, at Ball State, um, Ball State is uh, where where Papa from Papa John's. <laughs> Where he went to college. Papa so Bless. They, they, they brought Papa John <laughs> Schnatter back to Ball State to speak one time. And he was like, as part of me coming back to, to speak at my alma mater, I'm going to hand out thousands of pizzas or whatever. So he had like a thousand pizzas. And then like no one showed up for the talk. Oh, my the God. People, the people who did show up, though, it was like everybody gets a slice of pizza when they come in. That was like how he was trying to bring in more college students. Yeah. And he's like, I have a thousand pizzas in a in a, in a space that only seats uh what is it? Max capacity would have been like I think five thousand students. A thousand pizza pies, you know, at least eight slices each. Mm-hmm. But they were largest, so it could have been ten slices, who knows? Max five thousand students if everybody shows up. So, I mean, you're looking at when you say only one slice each, like you're going to you, you were planning to just have tons and tons of slices left over at the end. In the yeah. end. So I went down to the auditorium with some friends because we heard they were just handing out free pizza. We walked away <laughs> with like three boxes. Oh, man, that's awesome. Wait, did you meet? Did you meet Papa John? That racist asshole? No. <laughs> I know he got fired from his own company for being terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't want to go because I, uh, they don't make good pizza, really. <laughs> Let's be honest. But I was in college and it was free pizza, and that is better than anything else in the world when you're in college. I mean, any free pizza is pretty good pizza, if you ask me. Yeah, most most pizza, most pizza, not all pizzas. Let's be free? honest. Uh, free pizza though. Not if it's like a St. Louis pizza where it's like the 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 crust is basically a cracker. Like that's not real pizza, man. Come on. I thought we were talking about pizza, pizza. <laughs> you know, you go to Chicago, you get that deep are dish, you gonna, and it's more of like gonna... a meat pie. <laughs> it's like a pizza. You you want a free meat next, pie? Next thing you're gonna tell me is that cauliflower pizza is also in the mix because. That's not real. That, that's a California thing. I don't know what you're talking about. Why, <laughs> why are you bringing that California heat onto this Indiana podcast? <laughs> uh, so because Jen's had to go gluten-free, uh, I've done a few of those ca- cauliflower crust pizzas. And um, I got to say, if you if you make it right, like if it's like one of those ones that like you make at your own house or whatever, it's like – if you make it right, which is like you can't use like a pizza stone. You actually have to like put it on the oven rack mm-hmm. so it's getting like that direct heat. Um, you can actually like get the crust that tastes kind of good. 
but if you like try to make it like you would make like a traditional pizza, like on a pizza stone or something in the oven, it's like that crust just comes off and it's still like wet and soggy and it tastes more like cauliflower than it does like dough. And yeah. oh man, it's it takes a lot of work to make a gluten free pizza taste good, but it's worth it, you know, to to not have the horrible stuff that goes with eating gluten for for Jen. So. I've had some good cauliflower pizza. It's not bad. In um, California, where I've had, made. I've had some terrible too. Some terrible cauliflower pizza. <laughs> uh, I mean, all frozen pizzas, by default, just not very good pizza. So then it's like dipping in from, from not only is it frozen pizza, but now it's going to be like gluten-free cauliflower pizza. It's like, what are we getting ourselves into here? Like, is that something you would? Uh... As Endorse? a host, no. as a host, ask your friend if they, hey, I've got some frozen uh, cauliflower pizza in the fridge. You want some of that? <laughs> I'd be like, I got some taquitos in the fridge. You want me to heat those up for you, buddy? Uh, I'll take the taquitos over the cauliflower frozen pizza. <laughs> it's actually cauliflower shell taquitos. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'll just wait till I get home to eat. Thanks, bud. <laughs> I'm good. Last time we had friends over at our house, I was like, uh, we don't really have much food. I do have taquitos in the freezer downstairs. <laughs> Does anybody want some of those? And everybody's like, nah. And I was like, all right, well, I'll just make them for myself then. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody want, nope, nobody's wanted any still. <laughs> I had a great time, though. I was I was having a great time before the pandemic eating my own taquitos. <laughs> All right, oh, Hannah oh. from the Facebook uh, group posted my first LGBT wedding last week. I lost a bunch of fans, twenty five and counting, since posting. This is abnormal. I plan to shoot more LGBT weddings and to post to my social, but how can I avoid having fans unfollow me when I do it? Um, hmm. That that's a tough one. That is a tough one. Um, you could start by developing fans who aren't pieces of shit. <laughs> that's really the only way to do it. <laughs> I mean, there's another way you could do it, but you would lose a different set of fans. Like you could post it and be like, "I was forced to capture this abomination in God's eyes." <laughs> my state and I'm posting these in protest and you would you would retain those fans who might have quit if you just posted the LGBT photos but you would um, drastically piss off another set of people uh, let's say good people you'd piss off good people and then they wouldn't follow you and then you'd be left with just the the shitty people you know to, to answer Hannah's question she could actually just pay a ton of her um, well-earned money to these uh, uh, unknown companies that just send bots out and follow people for you. And then that wouldn't be an issue for her anymore. Uh, I mean, I read something like this and all I can think is I literally lose like 50 people following me every week. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't, I don't get what the big deal is, but I lost 25 people. Like, you know, just just post what you believe in, and you will lose people all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
seriously, man. <laughs> Though there's like a thing where like Jen and I, both of our accounts gained like followers really fast for like a year or two years. And then ever since then, it's like the Instagram algorithm doesn't like us as much anymore. And so now we've just been losing fans or followers, however you want to put it. So like at, at like the peak, I think Jen was around 19,000 and I was around 18,000. Like she was at like 19,000 and I was at like 18,950. Like we were still kind of close, but she was beating me. And uh, now we're both at like 15,300. <laughs> and it's depressing <laughs> as hell to see the numbers go down every week. But, <laughs> but it's like... My work has gotten so much better. Why do people hate me so much? It's just it's just Instagram cleaning out the bots, man. It's okay. You're good. It was don't all take, bots. Don't take it so hard. It was it was all bots. Man, when we were when we were alive, we were really alive with, with the bot followers. You know, <laughs> we had so many bots who followed us. No, man, it's one of those things where like, oh, I saw somebody with like two million followers the other day who posted something, and like two days later. It only had 2,000 likes total. And I was just like, how many of their followers are bots at this point? And then, and then you get those great uh, bot comments, too. Like, yeah. this is this is great content. <laughs> that might be another area where I'm losing out because when I get a comment like that, it's like, this is great comment. My initial response should be something, you know, if I'm a good person, like, oh, thank you so much. It means the world to me that... You would say that, but me being the person that I am, my response is usually, this is clearly not spam. Thank you for your not spam comment, robot. <laughs> like, why do I do this to myself? Like a day later, I get like a notification in my, my app that, you know, watches my followers. It just says another five people have blocked you, Steven. <laughs> why are you such an asshole? Wait, you know when I block you? Damn. Wait, what? <laughs> huh? You blocked me? No, actually, uh, I had to stop using that app. It got me kicked <laughs> off Instagram because they, they thought it was an app that was uh, helping me gain followers. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me, Instagram? I have done nothing but lose followers for the last two years. I am not employing the help of anything to help me gain followers. Like... <laughs> I cannot believe you would block me from posting new photos for two weeks because you thought I was using an app to help me gain followers. You can look at the numbers, Instagram. <laughs> it, was, it was so frustrating. So incredibly frustrating. It's like, who, who in their right mind looks at an account that has lost 100 followers since since the year 2020 started and thinks, oh, yeah, they're definitely gaming the system to gain fake account followers or something. Maybe they thought you <sighs> took over someone's account and were trying to sabotage their account. <laughs> clearly, look how, look how poorly this man is running this Instagram account. <laughs> this is clearly a case of sabotage. Look, two years ago, two years ago, <laughs> look where he was. Look where he is now. Clearly, someone... Someone has done something terrible to this account. Just the other day, he posted a photo and he lost 50 more follow fans. Not even followers. He lost all the fans. All the fans. Just the other day, he, he left a comment on something that most people would have just said thanks for that great comment to. And he got blocked almost immediately and reported <laughs> as spam. 
<laughs> Why is this asshole doing this to himself? Oh, we wish he would just quit using our service. If we could just get him off Instagram entirely, that'd be for the best, really. <laughs> you know what? I think I think I think that's gonna do it for us this week. Thanks for listening out there to another episode of the Wedding Photo Hangover Podcast. If you love the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And while you're at it, head on over to Ulysses Podcast Wedding Photo Podcast and leave him a five-star review too. That'd be super awesome. That would if you be want super to connect, awesome. We're at Wedding Photo Hangover on Instagram. Dustin is at Dustin underscore McKibben. He's not even here. Why do I have to read his tag if he's not here? Do <laughs> I have to, can we get a contract check? Like, do I have to, like... Don't follow Just, Dustin. Screw that guy. He's not here. I'm <laughs> Stephen Van Elk. Follow me. This is why I'm losing followers. <laughs> Please follow me. <laughs> like, look at this asshole. He just told everybody to unfollow Dustin underscore McKibben. For the love of God, somebody follow me. I've been losing <laughs> thousands of followers every year. <laughs> We have an awesome Facebook group that you all should join. Just search for Wedding Hangover on Facebook. If you want more content, head over to the Patreon by going to patreon.com slash WBH. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time your head is pounding, your limbs feel like dead weight, and your tire being aches for the sweet embrace of death. That's right, next week after you shoot another, another wedding. Another wedding. Ulysses, what it good over there in uh, California? You know, we're just over here loving the 90-degree uh sunny fun weather yeah like cauliflower sun or <laughs> cauliflower sun yeah. now you know what it, it's been it's been hot but it's been pretty nice man like uh, i've been going outside and playing with my kid every day uh i can't complain it's been nice mm -hmm. 90 degree weather though that's that's nice out there um it could be worse it could be over 100 <laughs> where we live it was like high 80s the other day when I was hiking, and I was like, no, nah, forget this. <laughs> Let's go back to the 70s. Yeah, 80s is like perfect weather out here. No, I, I, I complain in jest. It's been um, it's been all right. The past week has been like 60 in the morning, and then like highest it'll get is like 80. And then it cools back down again at night. It's like perfect weather. But like 90s is, oh, that's getting hot, man. That's like I got to yeah. go to the pool or I got to stay in the air conditioning. Even oh, now, it's, even it's now, it's like though. 70 degrees at That's night. Nice. Yeah. It's going to get bad here in Indiana soon. I mean, it's going to be like 100, 105 degrees every single day. We're already hitting the point where like uh, it's it's been a while since the last time it rained and it's kind of hot. So we're starting to look like California here. You know, everything's turning brown like your but entire state. Wow. Really? But <laughs> your seasons don't last very long, right? Mm. I mean, there's four seasons, and <laughs> they there's, there's four seasons. We only have two over here. We only have two over here, man. Each season <laughs> takes up 25% of the year. What are your two seasons? Warm and not as warm. Yes. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta at least two months out of the year, you gotta wear a sweater for a little while. Last time I was in California, I saw you, and it was like 60 degrees. And I'm like, man, this is shorts weather. And everyone in California was wearing sweaters. It was ridiculous. Because <laughs> that's cold over here, man. <laughs> Body temperature. You just got used to the heat. You can't deal with the cold anymore. You really can't. You really can't, man. We go to uh, We go anywhere else. 
doesn't matter where we go. We go anywhere else and we can't handle any other weather. <laughs> I've seen photos of you in the snow camping. How does that happen? That's different. I'm only out there for like two, three days and I'm fully prepared for that. And it's freezing. <laughs> well, here in Indiana, we're fully prepared for a winter like that. Yeah. <laughs> Except not recently, you know, with climate change and global warming, like the winters have been kind of warm. Yeah, we drive to get that kind of weather. And then when we've had enough of it, we just leave. <laughs> oh, that's, that's interesting. I didn't. I didn't think about the thing where you could leave if you didn't like the water. <laughs> that's, that sounds amazing. Sounds like you guys need to just make the move over here to California already. Oh, I was going to say buy like another home down in Florida or <laughs> the south part of Alabama. Oh, sure. I've uh, heard tons of great things about Florida. <laughs> I mean, Florida's a great place, right? Sure. But what have you heard bad about Florida? That's just where all those crazy stories come out of, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, like every 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 time you see Florida Man in the title of anything, you just know mm -hmm. it's going to be a good story. Uh, Elizabeth, yeah. have you been watching anything recently? Uh, no, man. Honestly, I haven't. Um, we've got a we've got a baby on the way. Um, yeah. I got I got my wife pregnant, so we got a baby on the way. <laughs> Can you at least say like we made a baby together or something? Not I got her pregnant. Jeez. Well, that's how, that's how it works, Stephen. <laughs> I did this terrible thing to her. What? There's nothing that's terrible. Just how it comes it. off when you say I got her pregnant. <laughs> I did a thing to her. No, we're we're uh, we're just over halfway, and we started really doing stuff to the house this last weekend uh, to get ready for the baby. So I've been moving all the rooms around. I've been uh, we've been getting new furniture. I've been building a bunch of furniture and uh, just kind of prepping the house. So I've been pretty busy, man. I'm not much of a I don't watch a whole lot of TV. Um, we've been rewatching The Office for like the hundredth time the office for the hundredth mm -hmm. time oh yeah why don't i do this podcast with you dustin's never seen the office what How can i even relate with him as a human being let's just start podcasting about the office instead <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll try to compete with the office lady <laughs> oh yeah yeah that wouldn't work out i guess <laughs> no it'll be great i'm sure people want to hear <laughs> that's true man. what the two dudes not office? connected with the office at all have to say about the office <laughs> Hey, the more office content out there, the better, right? I yeah, no, I 100% agree with that. <laughs> office is a loving workplace where everybody cared for each other, <laughs> right? Is that that was the message, right? <laughs> Except for Roy, that guy was a douche. All I know is that when I started uh, working in an actual office, I could not believe how much funnier the show was because <laughs> it's so real. It's so relatable. <laughs> imagine imagine that, to go to go into an actual workplace in the real world and be like, well, this isn't anything like the comedy I watched on, on NBC. <laughs> All right. Uh, we should probably wrap this one up. Thank you so much for recording with me tonight, Ulysses. 
Thanks, man. Thanks for not asking me any uh, personal questions. Oh, wait. Personal questions? You wanted... Is that on the... We, we can do that still? Is that is that what I'm hearing? I, no, I said thanks for not asking me. Oh, okay. Any... <laughs> you got to put Gabe to bed? I saw him poking his head around. Yeah, yeah. I got to put this guy to bed. Thank you so much for recording with me tonight. Have a great night, Ulysses. Thanks for having me, man. Hey guys, completely and totally forgot to uh, ask Ulysses where you could find him online. Uh, so I'm just going to do that real quick. You can find him on Instagram at Del Toro Photo or Del Toro Media. Del Toro Media is where he posts more of his video and graphic design type work. And then you can also find him at Wedding Photo Podcast, which is uh, his podcast about wedding photography, where he does interviews with other podcasters and stuff like that. It's really good. One of my favorite podcasts. And uh, you go ahead and... Uh, you know, subscribe to his podcast and Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player and then give him a five-star rating and a review and, you know, say really, really, really nice things. You really aren't doing that well this, this time around, man. Wedding Photo Hangover was edited this week by Steve Van Elk of Bespoke Tone. Go to Bespoke Tone for all of your photo, video, and audio editing needs.